Hello, and welcome to Day 7 of A Year of War and Peace. I'm Brett. I'm Logan. And today we are reading Volume 1, Part 1, Chapter 7. We get a location switch here. We've moved from... And a time jump. And a little, little bit of a time jump. And a time jump. We move from Petersburg to Moscow, I would say two weeks to a two month. Two weeks. I looked it up because apparently someone on Quora had the exact same question that I did. And it would take 10 to 15 days to travel between the two. So it's been probably about two weeks A lot, a lot can happen in two weeks. We've had a few characters move. Anna Mikhailovna has come to Moscow. Yes. Prince Vasily has come to Moscow. And Pierre, Pierre has come, has to, come Moscow. to Moscow. Not of his own volition. Oh, boy. He's been sent to Mos- sentenced to Moscow. It's one thing to note that I that I haven't mentioned. We started in, P- in the city of Petersburg, now known as St. Petersburg, but just called in this novel Petersburg. One thing important to note is that Petersburg is currently the capital of Russia at this time. Moscow, not Moscow. Moscow is not the capital. They look kind of sh- poop on Moscow a little bit. Because it's not fashionable anymore. A uh, little bit of Russian capital history. Oh, thank you. Peter the Great, a czar of Russia, I think two, two czars ago, historically, from, two or three czars prior to the book. But Peter the Great was a significant czar in Russian history, and he was big on westernizing Russia and trying to make it more like the western mm. west rest of Europe and get the culture imported, the technology imported, all of that. And so he founded the city of Petersburg, named after the saint, not himself. Yeah. <laughs> coincidentally. <laughs> coincidentally after Saint sure. Peter. And so he founded that city so they would have a more western trade port with the rest of Europe. And so it's mm. the new fashionable western capital of it's Russia. It's a hot place to be. While Moscow is the old Russia's hottest club is Petersburg. It is. Moscow is the old traditional capital that's that's for all the old geezers who tradition, are out of fashion. Tradition. Exactly. Um, but we are in Moscow now. Oh We've boy! Moved to Moscow from Petersburg, we follow Anna Mikhailovna as she attends mm-hmm. a party, a name day celebration at the Rostovs, a new cast of who she's related to, who she is related to, Un- distantly, unclear, a ki- a distant, unc- unclearly related to a kinswoman of the Rostovs. Mm-hmm. But Anna Mikhailovna, uh, she implored a couple chapters ago for Prince Vasily to entreat with the emperor to have her son Boris moved into the guards and uh, he was successful so now she's here in Moscow to get her son kitted out before he goes and joins up with the regiment to go off to gotta war. get them all suited up but here we meet the parents of the Rostov family the countess and the count we we see Count Rostov doing all the work of the of the name day party greeting all the people going around mm-hmm. and socializing because his wife the countess is very tired from having 12 children I, I understand. I, I too would be tired if I had 12 children. That is like a, that is a crazy number. It is, that is an insane number of Who's, children. Is, how old's the oldest? Like 17, right? Say, is it 17, a, It's 18. Boris? It's no, Nikolai. it's Nikolai. Nikolai, yeah. Sorry. We haven't met yet. No. But yes, Nikolai. Or I think the oldest comes up in a little while, but actually the oldest is a daughter. Nikolai is the oldest son. Mm. And they have an older daughter who's I think probably 19, 18, 19-ish. So she's been having, she's been popping them out for a while. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> that's what you got to do. But uh, it's a double name day celebration for the two Natalias of the family. So the mother is Natal- Countess Natalia Rostov, mm-hmm. but also her one of her daughters is Natalia, Natalia. Sh- shorthanded as Natasha Rostov, who we will meet later and who will be one of our uh, one of our main one of our big players in the book, one of our big characters. 
But it's a fairly quiet chapter in terms of what happens. Yeah. They just, they, they talk. Uh, there's another character, Maria Kerrigan, not mm-hmm. to be confused with the Karagans. No. Who comes in and chats about the local town gossip and what's what's been going on. And we learned that Boris was, in fact, as you said before, promoted to be one of the dukes. The guards. Guards. Yeah. But was not given an aid position, which Vasily had stated before yeah, that he, he probably wasn't going to be able to do. Yeah. But we learned Pierre's got up to some trouble after the end of the last the chapter. The bear! The bear makes <laughs> a return! The bear cub that we we made sure to draw attention to. The action had consequences. <laughs> so if you th- I'm picturing Paul Dano doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the Riddler. The Riddler. But if you, th- man. If you thought... Last chapter's Dolokhov shenanigans were wild. Wait till you get. Hear wait till you get a load of this. Pierre, Pierre, and the gang went and tried to. Harass I feel like it's Anatole and the gang. Anatole I feel like and <laughs> the gang. They tried to harass some actresses with, with the bear, with the bear cub, cub, and the police tried to stop them. And so they tied a police officer to the bear and threw them both into we the bring river. Bring that back. Hypothetically, I'm not encouraging that, but hypothetically, it would be kind of funny if we brought that back. They just don't have bear cubs roaming around like they used to. What can we use? What can we get? We got we got bears in America. We can get armadillos. Mountain lion. <laughs> get a couple of dillers. Import some moose. But um, this is insane. <laughs> and I love that they're just talking about this at their naming day celebration. You're like, oh, remember that guy who got your son promoted? You'll never guess what he's up. His son's up to. <laughs> <laughs> he's tying police officers to bears. And the best part is real. Anatole gets away with it. Yeah, yeah, because it's that Pierre is in Moscow now because he was banished. Dolokhov was like demoted in the army. Yeah, and then Vasily just hushed it up for Anatole, and Anatole's fine. He was sent off, but he's just off somewhere. He's and the, probably tying more police officers to more bears. He's off. He's just got sent on like a vacation. He's going to he's going to Crimea to yeah, hang. He's, to, going to, he's he's going to participate fishing. in the Crimean Wars. <laughs> He's time traveling. <laughs> that's how Tolstoy met him. Yeah. Yeah, there's like not not much happens this chapter. We just learn about the, the existence bear. of the Rostovs and the bear. But we do have one more important thing. They talk about Pierre's dad. Right. Count Bazooka. Count Bazooka. Kirill Bazookov. Count Bazooka. Who is an old man. They say he's an old man from Catherine's time, Catherine the Great, which the was previous immediately czar previous of Russia. To- and he's old and he's ill. It's yes. the talk of the town. And there's some he's issues. He's probably on his deathbed. There's some issues of inheritance here where we have uh, Prince Vasily, who, as we mentioned last chapter, is Pierre's uncle by marriage. And then we have Pierre, who is the bastard son of the Count. Yes. So we have the Count and his wife, who they don't have any I kids. I guess not. I guess they don't says, have any they kids. They say all his kids are illegitimate. So they, he, yeah. all of his so kids are by They other don't have women. any kids together. And then you have his sister who's married to Vasily. Who might be dead. I think his I think Vasily's might be a widower. Yes. Um so yes. his Because his that's why late... he's taking care of all the children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pierre, who's the bastard son of the count. So le- the legitimate succession should go to, to his sister and thus to Vasily because of the line of inheritance. Yes. But everyone knows Pierre's his favorite son for Duh. some reason. Um, because of the bear. And so they think that they, so it's a question of is Pierre going to get the inheritance or is Vasily because the dad's about to die. Yeah. 
I'm very curious as well. We'll find out. And then we end with uh, Count Ilya Rostov, the husband, imitating the police officer <laughs> as he would have been drowning in the river while tied to I a also, bear cub. I love the opening sentence of chapter eight, immediately following him doing the impression being, <laughs> for a while, no one spoke. <laughs> like, just, I'm picturing, like, just dead silence where everyone's just kind of like, so how was your trip even though like she got there like two weeks ago and they already know how her trip was they just like don't know how to finish the finish wrap up that conversation oh oh Ilya. he's so silly but anyway welcome to moscow yeah this also it also seems somehow like this might be the most functional family Mm -hmm. the rostovs Mm -hmm. The Rostovs are, are nice. Ilya's a Ilya's he's such a dad. He's such a dad. He's a real dad. He's a real sort dad. Of and it seems it seems like because everything is not as it seems. It seems as though they have the most functional family dynamic so far. So far, yeah. In which none of them are illegitimate. None of. of them are the problem child that we know of. That we know of. As of right now. As of right now. That can change. As of not meeting the children yet. As of not meeting the children, as of the parents' general demeanor, mm-hmm. it seems, and the way that they talk about their children. Yeah, I like the Count and Countess Rostov. They're they're nice. But we'll meet the rest of the Rostov family over the next few chapters here soon. Um, so welcome to Moscow, and congratulations on your first Finishing week. Finishing your first week. Oh, the year of war and peace, just 51 more to go. Oh. Almost there. <laughs> Rankings. Oh, boy. I your have to turn. give you a ranking. Um... Let's do the Count, the Countess, Anna Mikhailovna, and Count Bezukov. Oh, okay. Who is most likely to survive being tied to the bear and thrown <laughs> in the river? Okay, so uh, Kirill Bezukov is already on his deathbed. Yeah, but he could still survive. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Well, you've never heard of a little ambition? I've heard of a little ambition. I don't. I don't even think you need the river. I think that as soon as you tie him to the bear, he's out. Heart attack. He does. I don't even think he. Makes, he doesn't even make it into the river. Okay, so he's the least. Least. I. I put. Um. Uh. I'm gonna put Ilya, the Count Rostov, second least. I'm gonna put him just above Kirill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna put the Countess Rostov above. Really, she Count birthed Rostov, three children. She birthed twelve children, which means she's not gonna have a lot of energy left. She's in strong her. as she's fuck. tough, but. And I think Anna Mikhailovna Dude, uh, she's her, still kicking her now. Anna Mikhailovna and her single mother grind set. I think she <laughs> if she dies, then Boris is never getting into the guards. So yeah, as long as Boris is here, Anna Mikhailovna will will do we'll, whatever we'll, she has we'll to persevere to make it. She'll through. live forever. So most to least likely, I think Anna Mikhailovna survives. Anna Mikhailovna kills the bear. Countess Rostov, I think, survives, and then I would put Ilya and then Kirill. At the bottom, in that order, I don't think either of them. Either <laughs> They're of not them making make it. it out. They're not making it. All Ilya, right, you heard, Ilya, you heard it here first. Ilya makes it. Ilya gets atta- detached from the bear, but drowns in the river unless the countess is there to to help get him out. <laughs> Life guy. He's <laughs> such a golden retriever he's, husband. He's, <laughs> you protect this man. You heard it here first. Count Ilya is a golden retriever husband. <laughs> sure. All right, friends. We'll see you all tomorrow. We'll see you all tomorrow to start week two week for chapter eight. Two. Thank you for coming this far with us. We look forward to another pleasurable 51.